Hello to all the listeners out there. This is the Bert and Ernie podcast. We are back. It's been a long time. It's been a, a year since the last one, but uh, every time the Open comes around, you can be sure that we are going to give our analysis and uh, feelings on, on uh, who may win this great championship. So we want to start out by talking about the Summer Hardcourt Series. Um, there were, I think, uh, six tournaments in total. Um, and we start out with the Atlanta uh, tournament, and uh, Fish won that one against Isner, saving two match points. Um, in L.A., Fish makes it all the way to the finals again. He's beaten by Golbis. Washington, which is a 500-point series. Uh, Monfi and Stepanik make it to the finals. Roddick Stepanik takes that one. Rogers Cup, moving on to the 1,000-point Masters Series tournaments in Montreal. Djokovic and Fish, and Djokovic takes that one in three sets. Uh, and then the last uh, Masters Series of the Summer Hardcourt in Cincinnati. Uh, Fish does make it to the semis, but he's beaten by Murray. Murray and Djokovic had to retire because he had a sore shoulder, so Murray took that win. And... Um, and then in North Carolina, uh, Isner and Beneteau uh, in the finals. Isner wins that one. Um, a really good story for Julian Beneteau, though. He's approaching the uh, age of 30, and he was able to make it to the finals with a ranking outside of the top 100, I think playing nine matches in eight days. Um, so he almost had it. He was almost able to win his first ATP tournament, but uh, he wasn't able to, to take that one. So, basically, the U.S. Open series uh, told us about two guys that are on fire right now, Djokovic and Fish. Uh, yeah. More so Djokovic. Injury uh, stifled him a little bit. But he's coming in hot. I think his record's where he's lost two matches. Yeah. Uh, the whole season. Federer and then Murray with a yep. retirement. Yeah. And, you know, Fish isn't quite as solid, but... He's the best American hope, and he's playing well. You know, he took Djokovic to three sets, and he actually uh, won the 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 U.S. Open Series Challenge. Yeah, yeah, playing all those tournaments. So uh, yeah, he's a top American. I think that's the first time in since Roddick's been in the top ten where Fish has finally taken over the top position. I mean, he's poised for a run. Yeah, no doubt about it. Definitely, yeah. Um, but then when it comes to the actual top four players, um, uh, I, I think that the, the top four are still the favorites to make it to the semis of, of the Open. Um, you got Djokovic, who's coming in, you know, uh, like Ernie said, only losing two times for the whole year, um, being the Wimbledon champion. Um, but then he still has uh, a questionable shoulder injury, which who knows will affect him in his performance for the Open. Um, you got Murray, who's pinned to win it by McEnroe, changing his diet, just um, trying to be more energetic and more, uh, just taking a, a more serious approach to the game. Um, <clears throat> last year, he actually peaked at the uh, Rogers Montreal Open, and he said by the time he got to the U.S. Open, he was burnt out. And then this year was the exact opposite, where he loses in the first round in Montreal, but then peaks in Cincinnati right before the Open. So he said as far as his performance, he's exactly where he wants to be right before the Open. Which is great for him, because everybody else is wearing down right now. Yeah. Djokovic is hurt. 
Nadal. Nadal. Always has some nagging stuff. Yeah. Better back, possibly. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a reason why he got picked, I guess. Yeah. Maybe Macaron is what he's talking about. Definitely. And, um,. <clears throat> Federer having won, won a Grand Slam every year since 2003, so the big question is, can he continue the streak? Um, well, we'll see. We're, we're about to go through the draw analysis right now, and uh, we'll find out who we think will make it to the quarters and beyond. So um, looking at the top quarter, I have Novak, Djokovic, and uh, Gael Monfi. Um, which are the actual seeds expected to make it that far? Um, and wh who do you have? No argument for me there. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, Monfi has no problem making it to the quarters. Yeah. Or for making it to the second week of the tournament. Uh, then he always chokes it away. Yeah. Almost every time. Yeah. But we get to see him play four matches, which is fun. Yeah. He's Sorry very entertaining. Yeah. He actually had a really good shot against Djokovic in Cincinnati um, just a couple weeks ago. He was he won the first set six threes, four all break point against Djokovic, and Djokovic just being the champion he is was able to pull that one out. But um, yeah, he's not ready for prime time yet. In a best of five set, yeah, I got to go with the go with the uh, number one player in the world. Moving on to the second quarter, we have Federer and Fish. Um, you, what are that's your, also that's what I have. Yeah. Um, and uh, actually, um, I would put my money on Federer, but I like uh, my bold prediction uh, for this U.S. Open will be that Federer actually gets taken out by Joe Willie Sanga, mm. a great hardcore player. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if, you, if you're going to take a stab at it. Just seems like one of those guys that can make a run. Yeah, like you know, Soderling. Definitely, he he beat him in. Um, the quarters of Wimbledon, yeah. I believe, and after Federer was up two sets to love, he came yeah, back. So, uh, yeah. If he's if he's healthy, definitely a force to be reckoned with. But he's never really healthy, and that's the thing. I think he he retired um, in the last tournament he just played. Yeah. So he who knows the status of his uh, yeah, health I mean, right uh, now. But yeah, coming into the U.S. Open is definitely a war of attrition. Yeah, that's why it's it's huge for Murray. To be peaking right now. Best of five guys are wearing down. Yeah. Um, so you okay? So for the second uh, quarter, you have Tsonga making it to the semis. Yeah, let's say yeah? that. Why not? All right. Yeah, <laughs> Djokovic Tsonga. All right. Moving on to the third quarter, I'm looking um, at um, well, the top seed in that quarter would be Robin Soderling, but Robin has a wrist injury. He has not played one match this entire summer uh, hardcore series, so. Even if his wrist has healed, which everyone says is questionable, I, I don't see him going beyond the third round. Um, in the third round, he's playing John Isner, who is really hot right now, came in third place in the um, U.S. Open Series bonus challenge. So I see, I see Isner making it uh, to the quarters against the big favorite, Andy Murray. Um, Murray is, he's faced, well, he, he's supposed to face uh, Stanislaw Warenka in the fourth round. Um, last year, Wawrinka upset Murray in the third round, but again, with the way Murray's peaking this year, um, I think he shouldn't have a problem making it to the quarter. So I'm picking Isner Murray in that third quarter, and then Murray taking it to get to the semis. I have Murray as well um, over uh, Simone. Um, just because I like to see those guys play. 
Yeah. That's fun. Um, they, you know, they can slug it out on the clay and go around like that, but we definitely see, um, you know, more year after year, those type of dirt ballers and clay guys slugging out and uh, making some inroads in the hard court in the U.S. Open. They don't play a lot of the um, U.S. Open series because I don't think they care. They'd rather stay over in Europe and do whatever they do, but they're good. Yep. So we have um, three quarters down, last one to go. This one, I think, is one of the most interesting ones. Um, of course, Nadal's all the way down in the bottom half. I see him not having a problem. He possibly faces Nalbandi in the third, Ernest Gilbis in the, in the fourth, but Nadal should take that even with his... Uh, even if, if he might not be playing at his top against these players, he shouldn't have a problem. Um, and then a surprise pick for me, I have um, currently ranked 21st in the world, Andy Roddick making it. Um, he played... No way. No? Yeah. <laughs> he, no he, what do you think about his performance against Isner when, when you saw that? I mean, it was gutsy, match? but he yeah. doesn't have his game anymore. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. No, that's... I'd be surprised if he makes that in the second round. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's a fair assessment. Um, I think against... Mediocre, fifth rank, you know, fifty rank players. He's got, his game works, but but then when it comes to the top guys where they're slugging it out, shooting you know really hard shots, that's where uh, Roddick, he just doesn't have that uh, that go to shot he used to with with his forehand. I mean, he still does have his serve, but so many other people have gotten big serves. Yep. Um, I mean, bottom line with Andy Roddick is doesn't matter if he loses on the court because he wins every day when he goes home. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> you did nail a, a, a very uh, hot uh, model. Um, but it, um, even though Ernie uh, believes Roddick won't make it, I think that because of his draw, and I think the draw is definitely intentionally made to, to favor Americans, um, they have Roddick facing a clay quarter on Magro in the third round. And so he, he's got a shot with that one. Um, and in the fourth round, David Ferrer, who normally I think would, would take out Roddick, he took him out in the Davis Cup just a month ago. But Ferrer injured his wrist. He uh, apparently crushed a bone in his left hand while he was practicing during the summer. And they say, even though he's a right-handed player, it says it, it hampers his two-handed backhand. So um, who knows if he'll even make it that far to the fourth round. So I, I do have Roddick in the quarters against Nadal, but against top players, like I said, um, he, he doesn't have that game anymore, so Nadal should take him out. So I'm, I'm picking Murray, Nadal in the bottom semi, and Federer, Djokovic in the top semi. Okay, I'm also going to have Nadal going the whole way, but um, to get there, he's going to go through Mikhail Yuzny. Russian, big game. Uh, I think he uh, will play Golbis. I think that's where he's going to yeah, get there. Yeah, I think it's a first-round match, actually. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I'm not worried about Roddick at that point, and everybody else. You know those uh, the Russian guys, they go two or three shots, and then they try and rip a winner, almost every time, and that's perfect for hard courts. And you know he's made some runs before. I forget. I don't forget what he is in the world. He's you know mid teens, and that'd be a nice little run for him. But still gets. Run, uh, run into by Nadal. Yeah. So I have Djokovic, uh, Sanga, Murray, 
and the dog. Yeah, we're almost there. We're, we're three for four, so we're, we're pretty close in our predictions. Um, in the top half, let's let's look at the Djokovic. Well, you have Djokovic Tsonga, right? Correct. And I have Djokovic Federer, but I, regardless of who Djokovic is playing, if his shoulder is healthy, he should make it to the finals. No yep. problem. So I definitely pick him for the top half. Totally agree. Yeah. Okay, and um, the bottom half, we got. I think we both agree on Murray Nadal. And yes. with the way Murray's playing, like we said, I think he's definitely peaking this summer. Um, I, I see Murray taking that match in the bottom half. I'm going to go with Murray, too. Yeah. Uh, I think Nadal's going to be tough Yeah. if he's, if he's healthy, uh, if his body holds out to get to that point. Could see a five-setter. Could be a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Murray did lose Nadal in the, in the Wimbledon semis of this year. But, again, on a hard court and with the way he's playing right now on the hard courts, um, yeah, I think we definitely see Murray edging that one out. So then we have Djokovic and Murray in the finals. And Djokovic is just the hot player this year. He's lost, like we said, only two times. One was from a retirement. And um, just with the way he's playing, with his experience in Grand Slam finals, having won and Murray still being a little bit more timid with his play, Djokovic... I predict will win this if his shoulder is not a factor. If it is a factor, then I, I pick Andy Murray as the champion. But um, I think with his health and with his fitness and with his trainers uh, giving him that certain uh, very special regimen on playing, uh, you know, and not wearing himself out, I, I, I choose Novak Djokovic as the champion of 2011 U.S. Open. Uh, and obviously, I have. Uh... Both those guys in the final two, I think that could be an awesome match. Um, four to five setter, you know, one that we won't soon forget. Uh, you know, Murray plays a little counter puncher. You know, I mean, he needs to be more aggressive, but mm -hmm. it's just fun watching him do, do a forehand slice sometime and drop shots and stuff like that. And I might just pick Murray outright. Uh, it's going to be his first major win. Um, Djokovic, you know, even if his shoulder uh, isn't, well, I mean, so if his shoulder isn't a factor, then that'll be impressive because he's only had a couple of days to prepare for it, and it, um, you got to take the healthy guy going in, and yeah, he's going to be definitely healthier. I mean, that's barring any other freak injury. Yeah, it should be an exciting match to watch. Um, um, you think it'll probably go five sets either way, or it'll it'll be a close one. That's once again, it all depends on Djokovic. On his conditioning, yeah. Yeah, if yeah. he's even there. Yeah. I mean, if it um, if he's hurt, he's not going to be there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, uh, last year Ernie was talking about watching the Open on the uh, Direct TV. So definitely look forward to watching it this year on on Direct TV. Um, there's a 3D channel this year, so. Uh, it should be fun watching the ball pop out of the screen. Um, and uh, I, I think with Hurricane Irene uh, passing by, there shouldn't be any uh, further problems with, with weather and scheduling. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to do a, a mid-tournament uh, podcast as well as... The, after the first week. After the first week, yeah. So look uh, look out for that one. Um, and anything else, Saturday? Not just looking forward to it. Looking forward to it for sure. 
Um, and yeah, any comments or uh, questions or feedback, please feel free to email us at the following email address. MightyTennis at gmail.com. M-I-G-H-T-Y-T-E-N-N-I-S at gmail.com. And we look forward to coming back within a week. Thanks for listening to us. See you guys. Here's an addendum to the podcast. Uh, It's nearing the end of day one at the U.S. Open, and most of the men's seeds uh, have fulfilled their ranking and definitely got past the lower-ranked players. Um, We had Marty Fish taking out Tobias Kamke quite easily um, in only five games, uh, lost to uh, Tobias Kamke. And uh, a little bit of a disappointing loss was Ryan Harrison losing to Marin Cilic in straight sets. Um, Afterwards, Ryan said that he was very disappointed with his performance. Um, It's just sometimes as a tennis player, as we all know, can kind of wake up on the wrong side of the bed and not have the balls uh, hit the, you know, the way you expect to. So um, he was disappointed with his performance. But um, a positive note is in two of the sets out of the three that he lost, he was serving for those sets. So in spite of his uh, subpar performance, he, he did uh, have a chance against the 27th ranked Marin Cilic. Um, Thomas Burdich took out uh, French player Joanne in straight sets. And the big upset of the day was Alejandro Faya beating Victor Troeski. Um, it's great to see the veteran Faya finally edge out a five-set uh, win against a top player in a Grand Slam. Uh, if you guys remember, Faya was the player who actually was serving for the match against Roger Federer in Wimbledon. Um, and he lost that one. So to see him tough this one out... Um, there, there was definitely a lot of uh, fatigue in the play where he was getting a lot of uh, massages on court um, after the three-and-a-half-hour match for his forearm. I think he had uh, problems with his forehand, but he was able to uh, tough that one out. So it's great to see him advance as well. Um, look forward to the next week of U.S. Open. And like we said, we will definitely be back uh, in a week given our uh, midweek uh, summary of the Open. Until then, take care.